the question I get most often is, what's a good rate? Right after that, how do I find a good realtor? Here's the solution. Join the Coins and Culture Realtor Referral Network. These are realtors my team and I have personally vetted. So enjoy the home buying process, knowing you're working with a pro. Click the link in the description for more details. Back to the show. Let's say $50,000 lot, potentially what it could be worth. We get it for under contract for 15. Right. We'll then put it on the marketplace, Facebook marketplace, or we might buy it for 15 and then sell it on the, on the open marketplace, whatever. Usually we do this under contract. So we'll get on the contract for 15. We'll put it on Facebook marketplace, $15,000 down 500 a month for six years or for five years. Oh, gotcha. Okay. The total purchase <laughs> price is, is. Welcome to House Rich, the real estate show. We talk to average people that have done above everything to real estate. Today, we're going to talk about Daniel Mar talk to, excuse me, Daniel Martinez, the co-founder of HiveMind. I'm going to talk about his entrepreneurial journey from he used to drive trucks, used to do a whole bunch of things, to um, being uh, the co-founder of a, a tech platform, CRM HiveMind. So um, appreciate you being on with us, uh, Daniel. Um, anything else you want to do to introduce yourself to the, uh, the good folks here? Um, truck driver, real estate, software. Kind of sums it all up. I think you got it. Yes, yeah, so I, I was of oh, course. Cool. So I was reading your, um, and we'll jump back in a little bit further back into your origin story. But how how do you even get to the point where you're, you're setting up like a, a CRM platform? Like, do you have any like tech background at all, or how do you even get into that? I'm, I'm a, I mean, I guess I've always been kind of a techie type person. By no means am I a techie person because that's like when I think of techie, I'm like like ner nerdy people that build computers and stuff like that. Like, that's my brother. My brother's that person. Like, okay. he's a data analyst for the government with, like, two degrees. I'm like, I have no degrees. I have nothing <laughs> nothing okay. to that. I'm just a normal guy, man. It's one of those things um, when you when you start the entrepreneurship journey, like, paths get presented to you, and then you kind of take a path. So, like, people always ask me, like, what are you going to be in five years? I'm like, I have no idea. The path I'm down right now kind of just appeared in front of me, and I'm, I'm on it right now. And it's just, okay. It kind of free flows from there. So, so I, felt, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I, felt, I fell into real estate and I fell into software and there's really no way around that. <laughs> uh -huh. So, so as of like uh, 2019, 20, you owned a trucking business or you was in trucking at that point? Yeah. So I used to, my, I'm, I'm 30 now. I started loading trucks when I was like 19, 20 years old, mm -hmm. did that for a couple of years, actually worked for the same company for I think almost six years okay. and they trained me how to drive trucks through that company. So I used to load trucks for them. And then they had a truck driver training program that I went through to learn how to drive trucks with them. So I drove trucks with them for two years. Uh, after two years, I left them and started my own trucking company and drove again for two more years. So I drove total four years. Okay. Uh, that was kind of like my transition point. And then, so just, just like, um, and so I was reading kind of your bio, your, your, your dad was basically saying that, you know, manual labor is not, not the thing to do, basically. And so is that kind of why you got out of the, the, the trucking? What made you say, hey, I want to get out of trucking? Was, was the business profitable? Was it doing well? Like what made the transition from trucking to um, um, the digital space? Literally, it was out of desperation. So <laughs> desperation forces you to do things you don't want to do. And the reason why is that, um, and when you, when, you come, when you come into business, all businesses are, are like, Good profit margins like yeah. you, i didn't know that at first but that's what it is and trucking is just one of those businesses so like on paper a trucking business profitability is like 10 percent or less mm -hmm. fortune 500 companies or fortune 100 companies like publicly traded companies 
they're usually operating off a profit margin of 3% or less. Billion dollar companies operating off 3%. So it's one of those things where like, I didn't know it wasn't, it was that bad of a business. I kind of went through the fire and learned it, got my ass kicked a few times and then pivoted into something else just because I had to. Um, I lost my ass in trucking. Okay. Yeah, I used to um, work on the dispatching side for for JB Hunt, but I I had no clue the the uh, the profit margins were were that were that skinny. So it's it's just, it's it's, just, it's a it's a pain in the ass business in general. Mm-hmm. From everybody's in your pockets when you're operating a business like that, and it's mm-hmm. just it's it's hard, man. And there's always so many up up and up and uh, up in the air variables. Mm-hmm. Like I literally talked to uh, my dispatcher today. He told me that one of his clients is still waiting to get paid on over 20 loads from one uh, from one broker. Nice. That they're just not getting paid on. And that's uh-huh. the fucking business, man. It's just a pain in the ass. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Is that, so is that we decide to kind of transition to the, the skip tracing part of your- So I started, I started real estate first. So I kind of went down the real estate rabbit hole first. Okay. Um, and it was more of like, I learned about wholesaling and just going through YouTube. When I was driving, I had a lot of time to my hands. So I would listen to podcasts and YouTube a lot. Mm-hmm. So I learned about wholesale real estate. I took a 19 year, uh, that at that time, 19 year olds course on how to do real estate. Oh. And then I ended up doing my first deal like six months in. And that's uh, how I got into real estate. From there, I, trans- I, I learned about the data company phone. So a data company type thing where I know I, now I sell uh, data nationwide for marketing, people that do t- marketing lists. And then from there, I found the software. So how, how, how that first that first real estate deal go? Was that like a wholesaling deal, flip, or what, what happened there? Yeah, it was a wholesale deal. So it was actually a land deal, which is kind of funny. That's how I met my partner, because mm-hmm. we, we, we both took the same course, and we both were focusing on land, and that's how we ended up working together. But um, I was living in Atlanta at the time, and I was doing PPC, which is pay-per-click marketing, okay. uh, Google Ads. And... Uh, seller it lived in atlanta owned a property in florida is like hey i'm getting all these um citations from the city for uh garbage on the property and i need to get i need to sell the property um so i told i found out i was worth about 20 i guess it was worth about twenty thousand. i really don't know i really didn't know at the time so i was like would you take four thousand two hundred and thirty five dollars and sixty three cents yeah something to seem precisely <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and she's like can you do five thousand and i'm like yes so i locked it up for five thousand ended up selling it on facebook marketplace for 12 in two okay. days so how how do you even find their property to begin with like how, how they come across your it was ppc oh, oh okay okay the, okay the paper okay okay gotcha gotcha yeah so it was a uh, pay-per-click marketing that's how the lead came in I was so scared to talk to the seller, I just emailed them. So I contracted it all through email. So it came in through Google ads. And then I just emailed, emailed them all the 15 meals and had a contract, sold it all through email, never talked to the owner. Okay, awesome, awesome. That, that, that's the ultimate sales, you know, not even having to talk to the, to the, to the customer. Um, and, and so is that, was that part of like the, the skip tracing? Or is that how you kind of got into that as a, as a whole? That's how I got into real estate. I mean, okay. I didn't know nothing about uh, real estate before that. Um, okay. And I just, I, I've, I knew people were doing it. I knew it was a profitable thing, but you don't know what you don't know. So, hey, could you actually explain what, what, like what uh, the skip tracing is and kind of what, how you do it or and what, basically what, what, it, what is it exactly? So skip tracing is your, uh, in short form is your information is everywhere. Everybody's information is everywhere online. So essentially if you have 
anybody's first name, last name, and a mailing address, you can find out their phone number, email address, and that's the process of skip tracing. So what we do as investors is we'll pull giant lists of homeowners or property owners, landowners, and certain areas. We'll skip trace it, which is in the process of getting their phone number and email, and then we'll market to them directly to get a uh, below, uh, below market deal okay. to make money on. Okay. And so like, because uh, I've always heard that term, I never really dove into it. So like when people are doing wholesaling and they're finding like abandoned lots, is that what they're doing to find the owner or are they finding the, the lots with the skip tracing? Is it, does it work both ways? So every, everything is uh, public information. So if you go to whatever county you live in, let's say it's, uh, I used to live in uh, Georgia. So Henry County, Georgia, you can go to Henry County, Georgia tax assessor. There's literally a public forum to actually search properties in that whole county. And it's for every county nationwide that you can find out who owns that property. It's all public information. Mm -hmm. So you can find, hey, John Smith owns 123 Main Street. His mailing address is 567 Johnson Street. So I put 123 Main, I put 567 Johnson Street with John Smith, put it through the skip tracing process, and it usually spits out a number and an email. Okay. And and so um okay so and going to kind of jump back to that in, in a second but now I want to kind of kind of fast forward to to hive mind and so what what makes you think hey um I just started CRM like you fall into it man I had the opportunity the opportunity was presented myself and the one thing that we were we were in real estate and there's um, other products and services out there but they're really difficult to use uh-huh. really really difficult to use and you know when um, here's a statistic like. 86% of businesses um, don't use a CRM and it takes them five years. Like 50% of businesses start using a CRM after five years. Mm-hmm. So they just, they're doing spreadsheets, they're doing paper, they're doing scratch paper. Like that's no way to build a business. You can't yeah. uh, control, nurture and market to these potential clients, no matter what business you're in. So um, when we were in real estate, we had to do the same thing for potential sellers and we were struggling to coordinate and bring in those leads in general to convert because it can get pretty chaotic when you're texting, emailing, cold calling thousands of people. Like it gets crazy. You don't remember conversations. You don't remember nothing. Follow-up's a nightmare and it just create gets crazy after that. So um, the Hivemind CRM came, opportunity came about. We took advantage of it. And now like the CRM has changed my businesses in general because now I'm more optimized. I'm able to control and automate my business, my marketing. All that stuff is is controlled under one system. And now I can do more and have more flexibility to do more. So it really controls your output. Um, and that's what all CRM does. Okay. And yeah, it obviously kind of essentially pay, pays for itself. But could you talk about like what like what are some of the aspects of the of the CRM? Like what 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 is all under that that hive mind roof? Sure, sure, sure. So um, the average business, and this is from Torrance. Torrance told me this one. The average business uses uh, like 30 different systems. Average business, every small, average small business uses 30 different systems. But what's a system? It could be your email platform. It could be your website platform. It could be your, your texting platform. It could be your course platform. It could be all these different things that just aren't connected at all. So you have to coordinate and manage all those things. They don't talk to each other. So it's hard to do that. So HiveMind is one of those things that kind of brings a lot of those services together. That way you can combine and control a lot of those um, automations. It's all done internally. If you're not doing stuff internally, it goes out to Zapier and you can kind of really create 
any lit, like limitless opportunities. So Hiveman comes with texting, emailing, calling a dialer, websites, website hosting, um, emails, email builders, uh, and like backend automations to work with cohesively with all that stuff. Okay. And like, that's just tip of the iceberg, but it's one of those things where like, you, if you have, if like, if you're thinking about like, hey, I wish when a lead came in, I wish I had the lead came in, text that person, email that person, add a task to my, 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 my team member to do ABC, and then send a checkout page, create checkout pages, collect the money, send invoices. That's what HiveMind does. It does all that stuff all in one thing. We have an app and you can just coordinate and control all that stuff um, through automation and through your app and phone and desktop. Okay, cool, cool. And you also have like a, a, a Facebook community. Can you talk about like some, because I see you post stuff. I think it's cool because um, I don't really see you post about like your wins, but you'll post like, hey, somebody made six figures this month. Like you talk about some of the wins in the, in the uh, community you have. Man, the community, the community is the best part of the software. A lot of people are like, oh, it's just a software. It doesn't do much. But like the, the community part is like the underrated aspect of the hive mind in general. And that's one of the big reasons why the hive mind is amazing. So like, if you look at my screen, I got these little brains around me. Yes, it's the logo, but it's a representation of everybody that contributes to the hive mind. So we grow infinitely smarter. So it's kind of an underlying statement of the hive mind, including with the logo and the branding of it. But um, the community is amazing, man. Um, we've had 10 clients do over six-figure months. I literally, I get like testimonial pictures like every day, it feels like. I definitely get two to three a week. And it's like, I, they're not like repeat screenshots or nothing. It's all new stuff that just came in yesterday or today, and it's pretty amazing. So uh, we had a client close 200K in a month. We've had 10 go over six figures in a month. Um, we probably have like two or three contenders that are close to a million dollars. I haven't confirmed that, but I know they're pretty close considering they've done six multiple six figures, multiple months. And um, like I said, we were only a year and a half into it. So to make millionaires in under a year, and that, these clients didn't start with us when we started. They're usually six months to nine months out since we started. So people are getting that much traction that fast. It's really become like, um, if, if we have 10 people that can make six figures in a month, we can potentially have thousands. Yeah, yeah. And so, what, what, what are they? What are they doing? And and it may not be the same for them. They're finding like deals with the script race. Like, what are they actually like doing to, to earn these? So, it's all it's all property. Uh, real estate is such an amazing niche to be in because you can find huge wins and opportunities with real estate. So, like um, uh, the client I interviewed yesterday, he did. Um, he bought, he got two houses in Hive, using HiveMind. He ended up buying both of them. He sold one, just bought it and sold it. Didn't do nothing to it, sold it retail. Um, and the other one, he like trashed it out and sold it. So two deals made 200,000 in a month. And that's just being the ability to market, find a good deal, purchase it and then sell it to the open market. So real estate, there's huge, huge opportunity to make 10 to $100,000 on one deal. I had, I had a client last month make 100K on one deal. Oh, wow. Okay. On one deal. So, like... If you enjoy the show and want to go even more in-depth for the content we put out, go to housewitshow.com. We have courses on Insider Secrets Your Lending Realtor Don't Tell You, a course on house hacking, and even a DIY credit course so you never have to pay for credit repair again. And since you're a loyal listener, use promo code POD for a special discount. Back to the show. Thanks.
100K is life-changing money. I mean, the yeah, average yeah. American makes $50,000 or less. Yeah. Imagine if you get two, two years salary with one transaction. Yeah. That's, a, that's a huge opportunity. And, and, and so, like, um, like I said, your experience may vary if you're, you're listening. But, like, do these people have, like, um, are they experienced? Are they, are they new? Or are they just kind of coming into the community? Like, what kind of what is, like, the average background of somebody putting up those? It's, it's a little mix of both, man. Uh, I'll tell you, as a new client. So I had a client. He's been with us maybe about six months. No experience in real estate. Came in. He's a roofer, part-time roofer, still a part-time roofer. He's been doing real estate part-time using our lead, um, our leads that we provide him, uh, which are PPC leads. So now we're in the business of, we have the system to uh, get leads. Now we're providing leads for people. So for him, they're a little bit more expensive but they're delivered instantly. So this kid, he's 22 part-time, uh, part-time real estate, full-time, uh, roofing sales. He's done 10 deals in six months. Uh, and he's generated over 60,000 in revenue, part-time real estate. Yeah, not, 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 not bad. Um, and so I've, I've seen you talk about, um, kind of creative financing, kind of, kind of buying stuff with like no money down or, can you explain that a little bit? You know, I think you like buy land and then, but then sell it for more than you bought it with. So it's kind of like no money. Can you talk about some like the creative financing? Um, sure, sure. So um, the reason why we like land is because there's no attachment to it. Um, there's no attachment to the property. So like if, if you, if, if Susie inherits grandma's property, she grew up in the house and visited the house when she was younger and played on, played on grandma's lap all that stuff, there's a physical attachment. She knows if I inherit that house, I can put it on Airbnb, I can uh, sell it, I can rent it. There's options, you know? So the reason why we like land is because we can get creative opportunities a lot easier. So what we like doing with creative finance with land is um, what determines the value of a property? It's the recent sales in the neighborhood, right? Yeah. Houses, Everybody knows what it's worth because there's so many houses around that sold and recently because they change hands so often yeah. that the house is worth $250,000, give or take five, 10,000. And it's pretty dead on. Like there's pretty verifiable comps yeah. in really popular markets that that's what it's worth. With land, you get the opposite because it doesn't sell. So you can honestly create a number. Since money's fake, we create, we create opportunity. So with land, they have no attachment to it. So let's say um, with houses, you generally have to get like 50, 50, 60 cents on the dollar and minus repairs, and that's going to be a deal for, for houses. Okay. With land, we're trying to get it 50% or less uh, right off the bat, maybe 10 to 20% depending on the property. Like we've gotten uh, we've gotten property literally deeded to us for free because they didn't want it. <laughs> but uh, with land, so we're trying to try to get we're trying to try to get it for like 25% or less. We can usually get a good deal of 10 to 25% on the 20, 10 to 25% uh, of, of the full asking of the worth property, property worth that I mean. Okay. So let's say you have a When, we, when you're saying 25% of this or, or the stuff that uh, somebody got free, I need one of those, one of those deals. Are we talking about the, the sales price or just the, the value of that you think the land is worth? Yeah. Yeah. So let's say you, you get a property that's worth potentially 50,000, right? We try and get that property for five to fifteen thousand dollars. But so, so how how are you coming up with fifty thousand dollars if there's like no 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 comps or they're hard to find we, the comps? We do a price per acre. We just we just do like a roundabout guesstimate of okay, what it's gotcha, gotcha. worth. 
recent, I mean, it's recent sales, recent price per acre. If it's larger lots, if it comes with utilities, it's, it might be, there's a lot of different varying factors that come with that. Gotcha. And it's going to be really, really loosely based because there's lots that might sell for 50,000. And then there's a random cop that sold for 250 and it's literally like a unicorn, but somebody paid 250 for it. Yeah. I don't know why they did, but okay. they paid 250 for it. So like, we totally discount that unicorn out because like, that doesn't make sense. Like, everything else is selling for 50,000 an acre. Why that one sell for 250? That's crazy. Okay, we're just gonna stay over here and not ignore that one because that one's that one was crazy. So what we do is fifty thousand dollar lot. We're trying to pick up for ten, fifteen thousand or less. The beauty of that is is that um, the buyers are always asking for a cash price in most cases. Okay. Because if they ask for if they were to go list it on the MLS for fifty thousand dollars, it might sit for ten years. Yeah, yeah, and that's the honest truth. So, and it might be worth fifty thousand dollars. It's just that it might take a year, or may, might take a year to two years for a guy to come buy it at fifty thousand uh dollars. -huh. So, what we do is, if we get it negotiated really, if we get a really good deal on the front end, then we can one owner finance it. So, let's say we get it for fifteen thousand dollars, we can go put it on marketplace for fifty, sixty thousand dollars, or fifteen thousand dollars down. Because one of the problems that people have with land is they can't finance it, so they have to come with cash. So people come with cash, they're always asking for a deal more than what it's worth. So if you become the bank, you can essentially sell it for whatever you want. Good. Okay, so you, you find a land, you find some land. We say you, you own or finance. Can you go and explain how that, that process? Sure, uh, sure, sure. So let's say $50,000 lot, potentially what it could be worth. We get it for under contract for 15. Right. We'll then put it on the marketplace, Facebook marketplace, or we might buy it for 15 and then sell it on the, on the open marketplace, whatever. Usually we do this under contract. So we'll get on a contract for 15. We'll put it on Facebook Marketplace, $15,000 down, 500 a month for six years or for five years. Oh, gosh. Okay. The total purchase price is, is 660 grand. Okay. And that's just like, a, I don't, you can't, you probably check my numbers. I'm probably wrong, but that's how we'll do it. $15,000 down. What do you do with that? Well, $15,000 go straight to the seller. And then I collect 500 a month for doing nothing. Okay. For creating opportunity. And what, the seller's happy because he got his cash. The potential buyer's happy because he didn't have to come with the full $50,000 down and then you just collect 500 a month for six years. Okay. Yeah, that's, wow. Wow, that, 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 that's a move. Okay, wow. Uh -huh. <laughs> so you can do that with any type of property. Um, and then you can sell that note for cash. So when you create mortgage notes, you can sell that note for cash because people buy at certain interest rates. So... It potentially, let's say you sold that you, you sold that that lot for sixty thousand dollars, fifteen thousand dollars down. You now have a thirty-five thousand dollar or forty-five thousand dollar note. You can then sell that forty-five thousand dollar note to a note buyer for probably forty thousand or thirty-eight thousand, and you still get paid cash. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, well, there, there it goes. <laughs> well, that's how you essentially buy get land for for free. That's that's a, that's a good move. And so. And so basically you, you get it on the contract, you put it on the marketplace, you get the money and then you pay the contract with the money. And that, uh, I, I know you can't give uh, like an official timeline, but typically is, is that, I mean, is that done pretty quickly? Like, are you, are you, are you holding the property doll or so kind of, kind of land is land moves a lot slower. So right. whenever we lock up properties, like houses, you have to move them like in 30 days or less land. We're locking these up for 90 days, Okay. Minimum. 90 days minimum. Like we locked up a property last year for a year. <laughs> Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like we'll lock up these properties for a year. So technically, like uh, what we do a lot now is like 
we'll just message sellers and like, hey, how much you want for your land? Well, I want 60,000 for it. Like, all right, we'll give you 60,000. We just need six months. Okay. And we'll just, once we have it under contract, it's taking like an option. And then we just put it out there and see what happens. If nobody bites on it, and we're like, hey, Mr. Seller, 60000 is too much. Could you take forty-five? Mm-hmm. Or we'll, we'll, oh, we'll gotcha, gotcha. negotiate at that point. But, like, it's one of those things where, like, um, if you can create a win-win opportunity, they're going to take it. So we've, we've done this a, a few times where we'll be like, um, let's say they want 50000 for the lot. Hey, Mr. Seller, if we give you $1,000 and, uh, we'll, and he wants, let's say he wants $30,000, well, normally we'd want a cash price of fifteen. Hey, Mr. Seller, we'll give you thirty thousand dollars if uh, we give you a thousand dollars, thousand dollars, and give you maybe a hundred bucks a month, and we'll pay you. We'll give you a balloon of one year or two years. What that does is, you since you got control of a property for a thousand, you give them a hundred bucks a month or whatever that money that amount of money is. Then you take control of the property. You essentially have the deed. You can sell it for whatever you want. Okay, got got you. Um... Maybe a, a month or so ago, um, I saw you. You did like the uh, the MTV Cribs with like the, this mansion you have, like in in, uh, in San Antonio. Is, is that still, is that like you're like a uh, down south headquarters or what? What what happened with that property? So we 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 got that. We have a list that is it's a bulk data list. It's mm-hmm. uh, if you've given your name and email to CVS Pharmacy, they've done sold your information, and we probably bought it. Okay. <laughs> So we just hit, we had this Texas list that we just hit up. Um, seller wanted seven fifty for this property mm-hmm. in Texas, and uh, it was it needed a lot of repairs. It was like a five thousand square foot house. Mm-hmm. It's a five bed nine bath house, five thousand square feet. Mm-hmm. It was listed with a realtor, and uh, we bought it subject to, okay. which means is that we it was subject to the existing mortgage. mortgage we bought it with like 10 grand out of pocket. Okay. So we gave the seller 10 grand, they transferred over the deed to us and then we're paying off the mortgage in their, on their behalf. And uh, we just pay the mortgage and uh, we were giving them payments on the side for the, whatever that split was between the mortgage and the purchase price. But um, we essentially got control of that property for 10 grand. And it's okay, a- d- Okay, dope. And are you, are you- are you working out of that? I know you mentioned you may turn into an Airbnb or it's, kind of what? It's our office. It's oh, actually yeah. our office. We have it on Airbnb and we have it on uh, VRBO and we have it on, um, there's like a short-term rental place um, that you can do like hourly rentals for like parties and stuff. Cause we've had parties there. So let's put it on the party site too. So we're trying to make revenue out of it. Is it like Pier Space to... or someplace else you guys are Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that, play? What's that called? Space? Peer Space. Peer Space. Yeah. We put it on Peer Space. It's on Airbnb. And we have it on a bunch of different places, but it's a really cool property. It's on a double lot. It's literally out of place in the whole neighborhood. Like the, the neighborhood's kind of a ghetto, in my opinion. But it's like a freaking mansion in the middle of the ghetto. Uh-huh. But we're monetizing it. <laughs> okay, it's funny. Like uh, where, where I where I live, like Deion Sanders has a has a house like, or he had a house like that. Where it's like this. Um, it, it's 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 kind of like an average neighborhood, but like there's this it doesn't huge, fit in. Yeah, there's this huge uh mansion and i remember hearing about it like a couple years ago and then my, my wife and i were driving and i was like what is that mansion that no one seems to be living in because he just moved out and i was like oh that must be dion's house like it, it just stood out i know you're talking about, it just stood out so much it was like i guess cool for him but it makes no sense like in that that, that area where where it's uh where it's uh located at. 
and that, that's what that property is. So mm-hmm. um, we, we, we pretty much got it. We got a $750,000 house for 10 grand that we're making payments on mm-hmm. and we're just monetizing it. And it's our yeah. office. Gotcha. Gotcha. So what, what, what's, what's kind of the, the, the next moves is just kind of, kind of keep, keep on uh, pushing with the high money of the uh, conference coming up, I think in, in Florida, if I get that right. Yeah. So we do, we're doing, we do a live event each year. One, at least right now we're doing one live event each year. Um, ours is, this year is going to be in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, okay. August 25th and 26th. And then uh, we, we're next year. We're probably doing Phoenix. Okay. Uh, 23. But um, we kind of bounced around uh, throughout the U.S. Like last year was Dallas, our first show, and this year's Florida. So we're going East Coast, West Coast, uh, Central, Central Texas, um, based off of where the, our clients are generally at. So we're excited about that. Gotcha. What, what, what can folks expect? Is it just real estate talk? Um, like what, what, what's, what can, folks, can folks expect? Sorry, I can't talk. Um, it's, it's a, it's varying, man. We do, like I said, we do a lot of real estate, but I mean, a lot of our clients aren't real estate people. We have a lot of attorneys, um, roofers, we have, you name it, different types of clients. So we have, we, we help a lot of different businesses in general automate their business, but, um, we, we do a lot of different types of calls too. Sometimes we're talking about business, business structure, taxes. Um, we did a training yesterday on sales training that you can probably use for anything, um, and we do just do a lot of trainings, uh, a lot of give, a lot of, a lot of time to give uh, information back to the people. So, no matter what type of business you're in, you can learn something. Got, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. Um, and so, my 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 last question for you is: if if I get if you had a million dollars and you had a week to spend it on real estate or real estate related stuff, what, what would you use it for? Marketing. All right. <laughs> and the reason why is because marketing is uh, marketing is your best ROI to make more money. Okay. <laughs> no matter what business you're in. Gotcha, gotcha. There you have it. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. You're the first person to actually say to, to not mention a physical object. But yeah, it makes sense. You spend marketing, you get a, get a great CRM, and you, you, uh, you, get, you, get, you get, a, get it back tenfold or whatever, whatever fold uh, you want to say. Um, so where, where can folks um, find you at? Where can folks find uh, your products at? So we have a dollar course. You can uh, text us at 210-972-1842. Just text the keyword course. Uh, it's how to make six figures on a land deal. It's literally a dollar. Check it out. Uh, once you do that, you get invited to our private Facebook group. We're on all social media channels. If you, th- if you, th- if you think you've probably been on it once, we're probably on it. All right. And uh, that's where we post all our social media. So we're even on Pinterest, TikTok, Twitch. We're everywhere. Right. Hide mine serum. Check us out. What, what, what is Twitch? I always hear about that. I don't even know what that is. is that a... <laughs> so Twitch is actually a streaming platform. Okay. Uh, that is most notably known for gamers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's video hard. games. But uh, podcasts have been popping up on it, and that's where we post our podcasts. Okay, there you, there you go. And learned learned another thing today. So um, pr- appreciate it. So yeah, appreciate your time. A, a wealth of knowledge uh, there. So like I said, all that information will be um, in in the bio to to uh, to sign up. So I'll, I'll be a I'll be a hive minder if that's the name of it uh, by the time you listen to this this podcast as well. So uh, appreciate your time. Uh, if you all enjoyed the podcast, you know, leave a review. If you're on YouTube, uh, hit the like button, share with a friend. That's how we get the message out to more people. And as always. Uh, Buy land, rumor has it that I'm making any more of it. So see y'all next week. Thank you. Thanks for your time. The question I get most often is, what's a good rate? 
Right after that, how do I find a good realtor? Here's the solution. Join the Coins and Culture Realtor Referral Network. These are realtors my team and I have personally vetted. So enjoy the home buying process, knowing you're working with a pro. Click the link in the description for more details. Back to the show.